What's up, what's up, what's up? It's your girl, Akila K, and this is Top of the Rain. I would like to thank all of you for tuning in right now. Please stay tuned all the way to the end. We have a very, very dope performance from Kalijah. You do not want to miss it. So before I get into it, before I introduce my very special guest, I want to talk about diamonds a little bit. So do you know that a diamond is a diamond before it reaches the surface of the Earth? Over three billion years ago, deep within the Earth's surface, due to in intense heat and pressure, carbon atoms crystallize, forming a diamond. So now in order for the diamond to reach the surface of the Earth, the magma, think about a volcano erupting, the magma shoots it all the way up to the Earth, but if it doesn't move fast enough, the diamond could form into like the most common form of carbon, which is graphite, so it loses itself along the way. So when it reaches the surface of the earth, you know, it's the diamond that we know to be on our wedding rings, our earrings, our necklaces. Um, so the thing about diamonds, why I wanted to talk about them is because after reading Dr. Heather Simone's book, it made me think of myself as a diamond. So, you know, we lose ourselves along the way when we go on a journey, diamonds, they go on a journey. And another thing I didn't mention about diamonds is that while they're growing, their growth could be interrupted due to the change in temperature or pressure. So it's the same thing with us, you know, our growth could be interrupted and we could resume our growth later on in life. Like it could take days, years, it takes time. So if it wasn't for Dr. Heather Simone, I would not have looked at life this way. And I would like to introduce her to my um, table. Please come on to the stage. Welcome. So happy to be here. Thank you. This is the true definition of a role model, guys. Not only is she also fabulous, she is so inspirational. And I've watched her progress throughout my life. I've always looked up to her. And <laughs> listen, I was pregnant and I was thinking about her the whole time. She don't even know it. Because I know she's been through a lot and she's been successful, like Every time I hear about her, she's leveling up. So I'm like, you know what, if she could do it, I could do the same thing. I am so humble. <laughs> I am so humble. So humble. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for sharing. I see you read about the diamonds. Yes, you did I research. did. I did my you research. Did your research. And you know, you, you put a little earth science lesson yes, in there as well, gave me fun facts and all and that. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. absolutely. So you want to tell us a little bit about this book? Or actually, tell us a little bit about yourself. Right? Yeah, I actually learned from your book that you're you're from Canarsie. Brooklyn. Brooklyn, Brooklyn, New York, Canarsie in the house. And that is my hometown, so yes. represent, represent. Yes, but <laughs> we need to take it a step further back from Brooklyn because mm -hmm. I am a first generation American from the beautiful island of Jamaica, West Indies. Any West Gotta represent my represent. West Indian family, of course. Absolutely. Of course. So, first generation American, um, came here, you know, humble means, mm -hmm. humble beginning, but there was always a burning fire to do more and be more. And I went to college at Rutgers University, and it was not easy. It shout was, out to Rutgers. Shout out to RU. <laughs> Even Howard University also in shout the house. Shout out to Howard. <laughs> right here in DC. <laughs> So in college, I learned so many life lessons. Lessons that could have stopped me in the tracks, 
But it was about that reflection, about coming back to me, coming back to my own diamond brilliance, which I did not realize I had at the time, to be able to take it to the next level. And right now, my perspective is, those learning lessons are just sharpening us up. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's about being more of who you are, not changing who you are. Exactly. It's about being more of who you are and letting that shine through. But there were stumbling blocks on the way to get to that to get to that point. So now here we are, and this is my life mission mm -hmm. to help to share my story, to share my journey to uplift young, upcoming, beautiful leaders, women leaders, mm -hmm. and because you know what? There wasn't a lot who looked like me. Yeah. I came up in the corporate ranks, and I was a double minority, and I was the only one in the room, the only woman and the only person of color, and that can be daunting. That yeah. can play with your mind a little bit, but you learn to own it. You learn to walk in that room and own it because you are the only one Absolutely. there. Absolutely. But it was a lonely journey. Mm -hmm. It was a lonely journey. And so now my mission, I am totally dedicated to building a community of a mindset of people who want to progress, of people who are going through the same things, that we can share those learning lessons to be able to uh, share that insight. Absolutely, and that's another reason why I'm doing this show, like to uplift people like you, people who want to be like you, go down the same journey, you know? Yes. So what would you say got you through it? Because you said it was a tough journey. Yes. Yeah. So what, what got you through it? God. God. Absolutely. Absolutely. So regardless of what religion you are, having a connected to a, a higher power, a higher source is what got me through. Yeah. Because we can't take everything on ourselves in our human form. Right. There's some things that we just have to lay it on the table and leave it alone and, and trust that it'll be okay. Absolutely. So I am a very spiritual person and I believe in that with my whole heart and I don't move without prayer. And even when you're going through those daunting times, that's what pulls you up. And even on the top, mm -hmm. it can be, it can be, there's different challenges on the top. Yeah. So always being connected to something higher than you, something that's bigger than you is really the secret sauce. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I read that in your book as well. Yes. You made sure you threw that in there. Absolutely. Yeah, you absolutely. need it. Mm -hmm. Bring your authentic self, bring in every part of you. We're divinely made. Yeah. And so these lessons are just things that we need to learn along the way to get mm -hmm. us a little bit better, to be more of our own selves. So that's right. all it is. Right. So um, what are your success habits? Success habits. So I go hard. <laughs> I go hard. Mm -hmm. um, I plan everything. Okay. I'm a planner, and I have contingency plans, and I have dates that I need to... Um, commitments mm -hmm. and I will do everything to make that commitment yeah so um, I take my commitments seriously and so um, I have three set intentions for the day if I get through those intentions I'm good but then if I have a little bit more energy and this energy I can go for more but my planning comes out to yearly goals monthly goals weekly goals mm -hmm. and daily goals and make sure and then sometimes you don't get to them all but then the next day you have to recalibrate yeah planning definitely helps out because i feel like when i don't plan there's a lot of things i forget to do and those things are the most important things that i have to take care yes. of and i read in your book too like you um talked about categorizing things like what's What's urgent, what's not urgent, That's what's right. critical and what's not That's critical. Right, we can't take it all on, right? Right. So that helps in the planning process. If something is urgent and critical, 
that's something that I'm gonna that I'm gonna take care yeah. of myself. Mm -hmm. I've learned through the years to delegate, delegate, delegate a lot of stuff, <laughs> delegate the non-urgent mm -hmm. and the non-priority things um, that you can do later. Right. But if I put it into the urgent and critical category, it's gonna get my attention. And what you focus your attention on, it grows. Right. It grows. So that's going to get my attention, and that's what I focus on. Okay. So those other tasks, let me think of some tasks that I delegate out sometimes. Um, it could be it could be it could be um, it could be household tasks because as women, we are mother, daughter. Spouse, sister, friend. All of that. Career woman. How do you fit that into 24 hours right. in a day? Right? And so, but yeah, we are phenomenal. It, phenomenal women. <laughs> phenomenal women. So how do we fit all of that in in one day? Yeah. You have to delegate out and kind of defer some things to get to later because you can't right. you overwhelm yourself. You overwhelm right. yourself. So yeah, and that's not good for your mental health, honestly. It is not. not. It, it is not, but... Um, after a while, it becomes second nature. Mm -hmm. My pace is pretty rapid. <laughs> Tell me about your mobile office. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I have worked to a work from anywhere lifestyle. <laughs> um, in the beginning, my mobile office wasn't as cute because uh, one of the things that I like to do is travel. And unfortunately, um, my work had to come with me. Mm -hmm. I can recall being on a family cruise. I'm like, what time is the excursion? Okay, let me go down to the library in the cruise. Let me write this paper or let me do this deliverable and then I'll be and then I'll come back out. And I was interrupted so many times in that library typing oh voraciously by people who were asking me, excuse me, do you work here? Excuse me, do you work here? <laughs> they were delaying my progress because you know everything is timed. And you know, that that shined a light on putting things into perspective of what really matters. Delegation. Delegation. We were out on the beach, and my boys are frolicking in the in the ocean, having a good time. Mm -hmm. And I'm still on the laptop, and the boys are like, "Hey, mom, did you see that?" Mm -hmm. And I didn't see that. I didn't. I don't know what happened. Yeah, I didn't you just see so that. So caught up in the words. So caught yeah. up. And those are one of those defining moments where you have to kind of do things differently. Yeah. It's not worth it. What matters to you, the things that you really care about, you need to put a priority around them. So my mobile office no longer looks like that. <laughs> <laughs> my mobile office no longer looks like that. My mobile office is defined. And yes, I can still go on multiple vacations for the year, mm -hmm. but I know when and how to turn it off and on so that right. I can be fully immersed and present in the moment, right? Because right? mm -hmm. those are moments, those are precious moments, precious gems that we'll never get back again. And it's the memories that we want to take exactly, with us, right? Exactly. We want the coins, we want the bag, <laughs> yes. but it's the memories that Absolutely. Take, take us with us. So, Absolutely. Yes. So um, besides that, do you remember a specific experience where you wish you had done things differently in your career? Too many. Too many to list, but I'll pick one. <laughs> too many to list, but I'll pick one. Um, if when I look back at the younger me, I wish that I reached out to coaches, mentors, and sponsors earlier mm -hmm. on in my career. 
And there was a specific moment where I was in a corporate job and I was doing every single thing to the T. I came from a banking background and so there was not a lot of ambiguity, either it is or it isn't. But then moving to a different, a different environment, it wasn't so rigid. Yeah. And the expectation from my manager at that time was that I was gonna bring some of my own thought leadership and uh, bring some of my own experience into solutioning. But no, I took what he said as wrote and did it to the letter of the law. Mm -hmm. The thing is, he took a trip to my mentor. He knew who I just started a mentoring relationship with and said, you know, I'm not getting through to Heather. I don't, I don't know, I tell her to do this and it's just not what I expected. But there was a cross signal there that we didn't understand. So of course, my mentor called me in there were tears. Oh, man. <laughs> what do you mean? And she put it to me this way. She said, if your manager says that you're supposed to wear a white jacket on Fridays, what are you going to do? Wear a white jacket on Fridays, right. of course. What does he expect me to do? She's like, no, that is not what you're going to do. So what are you supposed to do? She said, well, if the weather changes or there's something else, maybe you want to wear a tan jacket? Huh, I never thought of that. Really? Mm -hmm. So it was those cross signals. But that was a, a huge eye-opener for me. That yeah. was a lesson that I don't think any you learn in any teach book, any university, any school setting. Yeah. That was real life speaking um, on what sort of the expectations are. Wow. <laughs> okay, so um, how long were you in school? Uh. <laughs> So school, school was a journey for me. Mm -hmm. um, I did get to the doctorate level. Hey, Dr. Heather Simone. <laughs> and that was a personal decision. Right now, um, my peers, I was in a corporate business environment and my undergraduate degree was in natural science. It was in biology. So I always felt inferior with my peers because they were they were accounting majors, they were economics majors, they were all these business admin majors. And then there I there was me with my bio major. And mm -hmm. so spoke spoke very whispering. You can't believe I spoke soft back then, but we had very low, was scared to speak up in meetings. Mm -hmm. And what happened was because they were trained all the same way, mm -hmm. they solved all the same way. And in our environment, we're in a global society. Mm -hmm. And it's all about growing businesses. Whether you have a small business or you're working for a Fortune 100. Absolutely. At the end of the day, they're paying you to grow their business mm -hmm. in whatever role you are. And because they solution the same way, the outcomes were always the same way. Mm -hmm. And they're looking for innovation. They're looking for creative ways to address business problems. And because I had to take chemistry, you know. Listen, I already know. Micro. <laughs> It was genetics. <laughs> my way of solutioning was a little bit different and my suggestions were landing. And they were like, oh, wait a minute, let's try that. Yeah, That's a you thought differently the box, from them. But let's try that, thinking differently. Yeah. And it worked. Yeah. It came to a point, and my career started going very quickly because it came to a point where they weren't making a decision without counseling with me, without Ooh. asking me my view, without, we need Heather to weigh in on this. We need to get on her calendar. Let me see what she thinks. This is why you need diversity in the workplace. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because I solutioned mm -hmm. very differently, but effectively. 
And so that inferiority feeling, and we all tell makeup stories in our head about why we, we were inferior to the next one. I felt like I had to go to graduate school, I had to go to business school to solidify that I knew business, even yeah. though you know you know the business. Um, so that's when I went to grad school. Mm -hmm. I whipped through that in, I don't know, less than two years. Um, and then I lost a job, and that was a defining moment for me. It happened mm -hmm. twice. Um, it was a defining moment for me. I was in a role where I was leading about three or so banking centers and tapped on the shoulder for the next level. At the time, that next level was 10 banking centers, a regional manager. Mm -hmm. And that particular institution, that bank merged. Banks merge all the time, right? right? So new leadership came in and they were like, Heather who? Uh, what regional role? We don't like, know oh, anything. You didn't, you didn't hear about me? No, you didn't. <laughs> we don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so that didn't work out. So that role didn't work out. And then fast forward um, in another corporate position, tapped on the shoulder of nine selected of about 3,000 people. We called ourselves the big nine. We were nine people who were selected to be groomed for the next thing. And um, I was given a year-long assignment to do so. At the end of the assignment, my leadership changed. Guess what happened? What happened? <laughs> he didn't know about, he didn't, my job was eliminated. So it was at that moment, at that very moment of me giving 110% every time that I decided I have to do something differently. Yeah. It was a defining moment in my life. It was a pivot. It, I changed courses completely. How did it make you feel? Because I know some people, if something like that happened to them, they just it was feel like they're going to give up on life. It was devastating. And thank God for having a community, a strong family and, and friends of encouragement that held my hand and prayed with me and not just say I'm gonna pray for you girl no they came over and held my hand <laughs> because I needed it at that time and and yes for a minute you you grieve you grieve that loss because it was a loss and but it taught me not to be defined by what I do but who I am absolutely and it taught me to to want to give more to make a difference in that in the long run and it was at that time I just started to speak out mm -hmm. and speak up and have speaking engagements and speak to people. And I happened to be in South Africa giving a speaking engagement and they were so gracious. And at the end, I came off stage and I wanted to meet and hug everybody. I'm a hugger. And, <laughs> and um, I can see it was a deer in headlights look. They said, mm -hmm. how, did, how did you become successful? How did you do it? They didn't even know how to start. And I went back to my, my hotel room, and it was at that point I said, you know what, I'm going to write a book. I'm gonna give a little bit of a roadmap, and everybody's map is a little bit different because it's customized to who you are and what you're trying to do, but at least a little, I didn't wanna be the empowerment and, and inspirational speaker that brings you up and then leaves you dangling yeah. there for dear life and not know what the first step is. And so I decided in that moment, in that hotel room in South Africa, that I was going to write a book to be able to reach more so that I can share my story to mm -hmm. help others in their in their journey. Yeah. And what I realize in your book is that I see the audience you're reaching towards, but I feel like it could go for anybody. Absolutely. No matter what you're trying to do, it Absolutely. could go for anybody. Like I'm not in the corporate business, but this so I finished that book and like I looked at life completely differently. And um, just a little spoiler, like one of the first things she says to do is to think about what you would do if money was not involved. I'm like, what would I do if money was not involved? 
And yeah, my mind just started racing from there. That's how you tap into your genius zone. Yeah. What you are gifted into, like we all have all different gifts and talents. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we choose careers because of our parents, because et cetera, because mm -hmm. that was the easiest thing to do. Or sometimes we just grow out or we evolve, we bloom, right? And we change. And that changing and, and moving into something bigger is a natural state. Like it's a natural thing to want more Absolutely. and be more. Like yeah. there should be no guilt with that. Exactly. I see women coming to me like, I just want, why dream bigger? <laughs> <laughs> I just want this little, why? But it's out there for you to get. Right. And you know what? After a while, you learn how to be in the flow. Mm -hmm. And I speak about that in the book, that it becomes, it becomes easy. I talk about it in a way, ease, style, and grace. It becomes not so much a struggle anymore. You start to attract what you need in your life. Yeah. Like you start to attract the people who give you the opportunities to get to the resources. Mm -hmm. But you have to be clear. The first step is being clear on what you want. Because exactly. when you're confused... It's kind of like, what, how, do we, how does the universe help you if you're not confused? You need to be crystal clear about what it is. Write it down. Make it plain. Put it on a vision board. Look at it every day. Mm -hmm. And then, then you start to move into the place. It's the law that, of attraction. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And that vision board definitely do help. Definitely do. I created a big one, had it up on my wall, put everything that I wanted on it, and slowly I've been getting yes. it. Yes. Slowly. Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And I know some of you are a little shy about your vision board. I know I'm shy about it. I keep it in a little threefold, but I look at it and peek I, I at got it. it big, so I cannot miss it. Anytime I walk onto my living room, I see it big right there. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Be bold, be brave, and be courageous. Yes, absolutely. Yes, but thank you, Dr. Heather Simone, for joining pleasure. me today. So I just want to say that for, for your listeners today, mm. I have a free course that I want to share with you guys. Um, Y'all better listen up. Put it together. Pen and paper in here. Y'all got pen and paper? Pa pen take and paper notes. Take hand. notes pen or record. Record it. <laughs> so, and if you're at home, definitely pen and paper. So I condensed the book principles into a course. Um, I'm finding that um, a lot more women and, and some men as well want to can't figure out how to gain that next revenue stream. And one of the most things that with working with people is they have a business inside of them. They have mm -hmm. something that they naturally do well that they can profit from. I call it monetize your marvelousness, but that they can profit from. And so I made this course called 30 Days to the Bag, hey. the gems of a 10K launch. So launching your business with a 10K target in mind. I know startups is really a little bit difficult. So the four concepts that I cover in this course is number one, do I have a six or seven figure idea? Let's be real. Let's not waste our time. Is it a million dollar idea and am I going to get that? Right. So is it, a, I'll show you the steps to determine before you even start, do I have a six or seven figure idea? Number two is the digital marketing strategy for the win. Because if you have a great idea and no one knows about it, it's not going anywhere. So digital marketing strategy for the win. The third piece is the big tools for stress-free automation. In other words, light touch. One of the biggest mishaps I see business owners do is working in their business instead of on your business. As mm -hmm. a CEO and founder of your business, you're, you're supposed to be working on your business. Your number one job is to grow your business. 
not be so entrenched in the business Mm -hmm. and doing all the tasks that you can't get to the growing piece. Delegate that. You delegate those admin tasks, you delegate that. But the automation, there are tools out there that we need to get familiar with so that we can make money while we sleep with. I hear that. And then the last piece is building business credit. Because my new business owners don't realize how important it is to build business credit. Business credit works very differently than personal credit. Personal credit's over here, business credit's over here. And we'd say, aha, I know how to build business credit. I'll get an American Express card. Most popular business credit card. But Mm. guess what, folks? The American Express business card comes up on your personal trades as well as your business mm. trade. So if you have a $10,000 line, and I'm, I'm going to stop preaching in a minute. <laughs> I'm get excited about this. If you have a $10,000 line, that $10,000 is going to show up on your personal side and it's going to show up on your business wow, side. Wow, I did not know that. Okay, it's cool. No, so we create strategies so that you can leverage that. So you can separate that business profile from the personal yeah, profile to. and keep that $10,000 tucked right over here on the business side. Got it. Leverage. So the link to the course is heathersimone.com slash 30 days. heathersimone.com slash 30 days. Yeah, we'll definitely be dropping the link underneath this video. So you guys could click on it. Thank you so much. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Thank you for all the gems. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) I look forward to staying in touch. Yes, absolutely. Thank you. Take care. All right, so <laughs> right now we're going to take a brief little pause on the show. We have a performance coming up from Kylie Ja, so please stay tuned and do not go anywhere.
What's up, what's up? We are back and I'm here with Kelly Jack. All right. I know. This guy is multi-talented. He is an artist, a producer. Engineer. Engineer. He does it all. Does he does marketing. Yeah. Yeah, where are you from? I'm from I'm originally from Jamaica. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but um I was raised, I, was, I came here when I was 18 on a scholarship, a soccer scholarship to Boston University. Um, I did marketing, and while I was in Boston, I found the love for music more, and I decided to pursue a career in music. Nice. So when you started music, you, was, um, you started off as a writer, you started off making beats, what did you start doing? Actually, I started out actually writing, and um, my brother-in-law is actually a big producer in Jamaica, a yeah. well-established producer, and I used to like still go in his room and play with his gadgets and stuff and that led to me wanting to produce and do other stuff. Okay, yeah, I understand. My um uncle, he actually inspired me to do music when I was younger. Yes. I'll wake up and like he'll be playing the guitar and recording on his little recorder. It's beautiful. The guitar yeah. is beautiful. So when I was seeing that, I started first I started off writing songs like um like I was listening to like Sierra and stuff. I'll mm -hmm. copy the lyrics myself or write it out instead of going on AZ lyrics or whatever. Yeah. And then I kind of learned how to structure, how to write a song, and right. that's what made me want to start writing music. Yeah. Music is a beautiful it's thing. It's beautiful, yeah. and the way it makes you feel. How does music make you feel? Well, like everything. I feel alive when I listen to certain type of music. Like certain music gives me more energy, certain music makes me more creative, more, even more inspired to do other stuff outside music. Yeah. So at any point, did you feel like you was ever going to put music to the side or just give up on it? Uh, maybe. Funny enough, I hit a wall like two years ago and I thought about it and as soon as, as, soon as I got over the wall, my whole career changed. Like yeah. I ended up getting um, signed by Good Music. I did a production for Shaco 7 I did a couple of production for Method Man um, for the new Wu-Tang series. And a lot of more stuff is in store. Yeah, you've done a lot. Yeah, yeah your Instagram been live lately too. It's yeah, been I lit. I recently did a my new my latest production is called No One from Empress J. So we can everyone could go check that out on YouTube, Vivo, and all platform. Yeah, we're actually gonna play the video in a few, so just stay tuned because you're gonna you're gonna like the video. Yeah, cool song. Yeah, it's yeah. Um, it's my first time being in Washington D.C. and it's it's, it's a nice. Yeah. yeah, it's different. <laughs> yeah, I just moved out to D.C. from New York. Like it's it's different. And um, out here, there's a lot of artsy vibes out here. Like people, they're into music out here. They're into art. What they used to call it Chocolate City. I, I learned, yeah, Chocolate City. <laughs> yeah, I could, I could, I feel the vibe, the area. This is full of art. I like the how when I was coming in, I feel the graffiti. It's mm -hmm. not just like random graffiti. It's all based on art. Whether yeah. it's abstract, whether it's someone's idea, but it's it's, it's, it's beautiful. beautiful. Yeah. yeah, it's different. Yeah. So um, right now you're you have a studio in Brooklyn. I have multi, like yeah t multiple studios and I also do marketing and um, debt validating. Okay, so how was it? You said you worked with Method Man. How was it working with Method Man? Well, it was it, it was good and I let it was hard at the same time because I was scared um, messing up because it's my first time working with such an established yeah. artist, a Grammy nominated artist and also award winning artist. Um, so every step was very like <laughs> shaky for me, but honestly, after pulling it through, it was really beautiful because 
thinking about it, he, there was like 13 other producers and he chose my instrumental and that wow. led to him choosing more. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. That's really amazing. I don't know, I probably passed out if I saw Method Man walk through the door right now. <laughs> yeah, but... Yeah, that's music, cool. I'll, I'll, in the journey of music, you meet a lot of people, a lot of good, a lot of good people too. Yeah. Okay, so um, you do only reggae or? Mm, I do every genre, I, like music. I don't try to put myself in a box, but I recently did a R&B neo soul track. I'm working on a um, couple artists in Chile right now, mm -hmm. so reggaeton with dancehall, but I also do jazz and I also do gospel. Okay, that's nice. So um, Empress J, mm -hmm. did she um, plays your bass? She does the bass for you. Um, the guitar. The guitar. Mm -hmm. oh, okay, that's cool. That's cool. Okay, well, let's get ready for your performance. Okay. I'm, I'm Thank excited. you for talking with us. Anytime. All right. Thanks for having me here. You know, I tell you, AKA Daddy Body Bad, yeah, straight from Brooklyn, you know, reggae artist, musician, engineer, producer, all the work. I'll be performing at Top of the Rain, October 3rd. Yeah, check it out on listenvisionlive.com. Boom. Yeah, I've done a few things, you know. Um, most recent one, working with Metal Man, Kitty Kitty, yeah, all you need remix. Yeah, but this year it's about me, my craft, my sound. Stay tuned. Than me, no one who can do it better than me, boy. Come on. 
Kelly again. Top of the rain is a good day. It's a blessing to be here. You know, 2020 has been a struggling year for a lot of people. In this moment right now, I want to use my voice for some of these people that hasn't been heard as yet. So the first track, I dedicate for all people that have been through racism, any form of hate crime. Yeah. Every day them come with them wicked smile Pretty mind VLK area them tip it Corrupt the youth them mind with them tricky lines Instead of 95 you a give them 9 Shut a bit, another cry Same sad story, hear the mother cry A 12 year old just lost him life Coming from school just passing by I show you live up town that not cross your mind My But the sun I shine the same way all the time, time. Say you want help look like them blind, blind. Cause poor people not hard for fine You sit down and I laugh and all a joke I rob the riches and I sell me hope More bond the government, more bond it Through the greed them promote Who them think them can trick with them quotes Hear me not a time for me wake up Wola meditation cause the wola them forsake us Every African empress, every nigga We are the real bloodline of Jacob Them are Japanese and slave us I'm not Clarissa, them will save us We are the Mufra, also for the Jacob Save us Big up George Floyd Eric Gardner, Breonna Taylor and all the ones we lost on the way, yeah. Don't know. This year's been a real, real, real dreadful one. Save Corona can't stop for it. You hear me? Forsake us. Yeah. yeah. Save us. A time till we wake up. All the meditation, cause the whole of them forsake us. Every African empress, every nigga. We are the real bloodline of Jacob. Slaver, the much happy slaver, yeah, the much happy and take her, yeah, again, Nigga. then no, save her, Empress J, there with me, save her, love, yeah. So this year, I'm not gonna sing about all the problems we have, only the DJ. Yeah, everybody enjoy themselves? Yeah. Yeah. yeah! No, I normally don't do this, but I want at the moment and say y'all have been real fantastic today. Y'all beautiful people, and I want to share this moment with y'all. Yo, DJ, run it back again. So this year, focus on money. Yeah, make my mother a big house. You see me? Father, stop work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 